欢迎回到的另一集 The Deductionist Podcast. Welcome back to another episode, guys. I thought I'd、uh, I'd, I'd introduce it this week with another、uh, obscure language reference that I've been learning, just to try and alienate those that don't speak the language immediately.、Okay. <laughs> <laughs> immediately. I'm just getting translated out loud. What the fuck? <laughs> I didn't know he spoke that. He's from another planet. Adam is an undeveloped man. I have seen everything below. You son of a bitch! <laughs> tell them that. <laughs> See everybody who can everybody who can speak Mandarin knows exact size, shape, and color. <laughs> Excuse me as well. While I'm eating, <laughs> like I'm eating pita breads and hummus. So like for all the times. <laughs> The people have commented on、uh, on YouTube about me looking like a hipster. I couldn't be any more. <laughs> I couldn't be any more into that if I tried. Now I'm I'm literally eating bread and and melted chickpeas. But it's the, delicious.、Uh, a track from the Foles playing in the background, <laughs> and then it'll all be there. <laughs> oh, to top it off as well, I've got a Tia Maria. <laughs> you. Posh son of a gun! I'm amazing. <laughs> so how you been, man? You okay? Yeah, I'm all good, mate. How about yourself? Oh, you know,、uh, these these eighty four days, eighty、uh, four hour days are killing me. I'm fairly frazzled at the minute. Flipping out. I counted the、um, the number of hours of REM sleep according to my、um, my Apple kind of whatever the app's called.、Yeah. Some some link through. And this is from Monday to Sunday, right? Excuse me. My my number of hours of REM sleep were fourteen. Holy hell, man! I <laughs> do you dream? Feel like I'm talking to、um, <laughs> was it Robin Williams plays in Bicentennial Man? I forget the name <laughs> of the character. <laughs> it's been a, it's, no, I don't remember either. I've seen the film once, and it was many many years ago. <laughs> do you just sort of like just shut down in the corner of the room? <laughs> I was, when, I was. When Maddie needs you, you're like, yes. <laughs> yeah, back up. I'm like,、uh, I'm like Crichton. How can I serve you, sir?、Um, you but yeah, I, the wall. <laughs> have a door then. Honest, I, I, I swear to God, like it just, it's, it fumes at this stage. I was telling Maddie、um, about like when I used to live、um, on my own a while back, and I'd, I'd fall asleep just, just on the sofa,、uh, like two, three a.m. with, with, well, with Cookie at the time, because we didn't have Lexi then. <laughs> And we'd we'd be there, and then like just、yeah. an hour or so later, bang! Right up, let's do this. Shower, carrying on. I'm like, there should have been another part of me that goes, dude. It's two hours later. You can go back to sleep. It's okay. It's fine. No, no, no. I've got, I've got to, got to. Where am I going? Everything's shut. <laughs> What am I doing? Why am I bleeding from the ears? What's happening? Oh, good lord. Am I in the Tesco meat aisle again at four in the morning? <laughs> Just stroking the meats. That's what I'm doing.、Just、stroking them. Security、um, guards just like, no mate, come on, turn around now. And、go、I, fur- <laughs> I further deduce that、uh, I need to go home.、Um, <laughs> As you pee on the floor. <laughs> Would you look that, at that? <laughs> th- that could just be a convivial Tuesday, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, 
Oh. With regard, yeah, my, my camera, I've noticed my camera's lagging a little bit now at the moment. Right. I'm, just, I'm waiting for, no, no, I'm just, I'm waiting for everything to catch up. Can you, can you still hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, I could hear you okay. I think it's just incredible talent how you can just talk and move your head in very angular movements. <laughs> they don't really look like you've got any fluid motion into them. <laughs> oh. You know, I might do. <laughs> What's he going to do? What's he going to do? What's he going to well, What's what's going to happen? If you can, just while we're using this now, can you quickly somehow just jump out of your chair to your <laughs> to your left and then jump back in? Then quick, see if it looks like you just snapped in and snapped out. It's going to do it. It's going to do it. And then I'm back. Oh no! Oh no! It got oh! me. <laughs> it just got the blur. Although it kind of looked like the snap at the end of Infinity War, where you just sort of disintegrate. <laughs> i don't feel very well <laughs> i don't feel very well yeah so this is annoying why is this lagging so i might have to re, uh i might have to cut some of this out this is uh this is infuriating why why would this be lagging because it's not lagging uh in the original system the, like, the original so do you remember last time when we were talking about uh 21st century sherlock and his attitude towards the uh, yeah. the, lock, the lockdown view, kind of practices view the people of the world their reactions Ex and our governing bodies exactly their decisions yeah <laughs> their decisions mm -hmm. um and and that was that was yours your kind of um topic yeah, to but, bring into the table and yeah, it was I, an interesting I, um sort of well it was a, a point of interest for me yeah i mean you, Arguably, it's a point. It should be a point of interest for anybody listening to this. Yeah, because absolutely. They at least, they at least have a curiosity. I'd be, I'd be curious to. I was curious to find out probably your answer on sort of things because you're interested in uh, like Sherlock in the modern mm. times. So to get your take on it was um, it's probably the closest thing I could get to asking Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> How's that, that honking your horn? <laughs> I was going to say that that is a fine way. Like there was um there was a guy who, who shall remain nameless for the sake of if he cares or not. But like I I don't imagine he does. But I'm gonna I'll, I'll tell you the story anyway and keep his name a secret just in case. Um, but Brian. he, he met <laughs> Steve. Um, I found I found out today that the guy that does the voice of the monkey from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is Neil Patrick Harris. No. <laughs> right, oh, just wow. random, <laughs> running around going Steve, <laughs> which I think is great. Uh, it's great. Um, <laughs> Bloody love Neil Patrick Harris. I think he's awesome. Um, but I'm I'm right. digress. I'm digressing right. massively. Um, yes. So this guy messaged me, and uh, was like, uh, "Ben, I would like to learn the noble art of a art of deduction. What should I do?" And my reply was, "Well, if you keep calling it the noble art, you might have me as a free teacher for life. This works very well in line with my ego. <laughs> Flattery will get you everywhere. So. <laughs> it shouldn't get you anywhere, but with me." We'll get you everywhere. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> In terms of putting out on the first date, I will give you all of the details. That's that's completely fine. <laughs> uh, but base, yeah, base, my base, <laughs> any any base, war base, army base, moon base, whatever you want, we'll do it all. It's fine. We'll roll the dice and we'll see what happens. <laughs> what we're we doing? We're just saying random words now. <laughs> It doesn't, even, it. it doesn't even make any sense what we're saying. Christian base. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, this isn't even a tangent. This is just madness. <laughs> this is rambling we, without we, assigning. <laughs> we need one of those like um, 
uh, like stock images when you when like you see in zombie films when the TV stations cut and he goes, yeah, <laughs> stand by three, yeah, two, <laughs> but but just be us like with some cheesy faces. <laughs> what we should do is get those printed off and just hold them up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, right. So we were. Uh, we were talking in terms of our episodes most recently um, about um, the last deduction, yeah, and how that is going to feature uh, one element in terms of code breaking, right? Mm. And it, it got me thinking about the uh, the transient properties of what code breaking is, because it's it it, it essentially is different things to different people, right? Yeah. When you think about it, like most people, when you say the word code breaking to somebody uh, you think of like uh, morse code uh, unintelligible kind of uh, pictographic elements hieroglyphs um uh, and the like some form of coded spy based message that uh, gets one piece of data to the to the next in secret but and this is just my opinion on the topic right um nothing more it should in terms of what it takes to code break open up many more elements in terms of how to understand it because right if you have ever um if you have ever been sat with somebody that you know very well uh you know more more than likely you and becky right so this won't have happened word for word but similar where either you've said um pass me that thingy over there or she said just hand me that what's it and yeah. without looking, you've reached for exactly what she was talking about yeah. without um, without that that you level like, of... Yeah, it's like a non-universal term, but they know exactly what exactly. that term would be. Exactly. Now, it, granted, there is a level of people reading to that, yeah. but if, if you look at the spoken words, that is essentially a code. There, yeah. There's a code. There is information layered within that data that you've had to decode in order to pass them the elements right if you've ever if you've ever tried to communicate with somebody in a language that you don't speak mm. that is that is essentially code breaking in and of itself how do you, how do you communicate in that regard whereas you 90% of the in- yeah. ignorant englishmen we just point and say things louder <laughs> and slower have you got this do you speak the anglais <laughs> <laughs> pole anglais per favore <laughs> That's, that's a question for you then. Like, do you find it? Well, no, I shouldn't go down that way of asking it. What do you think of couples who, uh, you know, finish each other's sentences? Or have you ever met a couple or met someone who says like, oh, they sort of know what the other's thinking because they were sort of like meant to be. Like, they could, they're matched, that sort of thing. It's because they know one another before they knew one another. When in reality, I suppose you know the actual logic behind it it's you can read each other very very well it's got nothing to do with knowing each other beforehand um and it's actually to do with how you can sort of easily read that person how they can read you (laughs) and quickly recognize those patterns Uh, what do you have you ever encountered that situation (laughs) (laughs) i have I have, and uh, you, you have to bite your tongue, or do you ever sort of like subtly <laughs> bring it up? He's like, "Well, you do know that you're, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, like you, you know, from knowing me on a personal level, that I, I could not care less about social airs and graces. So I'm, I'm quite happy to call people on their utter tripe, 
um, <laughs> if if I if I feel inclined to do so. Yeah. How, however, when somebody is in the um, the infancy in, in their relationship in that regard, I will let them have it uh, yeah. initially. If they keep on forcing it upon everyone, I will metaphorically throw up all over them. But I <laughs> I, I, I will I will throw up uh, a, what I what I term to be, you know, the kind of logic bombs in that scenario and and point out the flaws within that thinking. And the reason I giggle a lot about that practice is because that's something me and Maddie talk about all the time. We've got this, we've got this joke between us. Well, it's not a joke, you know, like we've got um, uh, not necessarily matching tattoos, but accompanying tattoos and that we're, we're Vulcans. We've engaged in a, in a kind of a Vulcan mind meld in that one of us always seems to know what the other person is thinking or doing. And it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have um, like, uh, you know, it's 12 o'clock and the other person stands up and turns around and then the other person, yeah, I'm hungry as well. That's fairly obvious yeah, um, yeah. In, in terms of a logical breakdown. It's, it's random stuff that, that, that we've, that we've come out with every now and again. Like my love, what's, what's some of the random stuff we've come out with that we've matched on in terms of our Vulcan behavior. I love the Vulcan behavior. Yeah, yeah, like this, this, the switching on on sides of the bed that happened, and like uh, she's she's quick to point out the weirdness of the situation, just because we've moved to a different spot on the bed, and this isn't even in terms of points of like going to sleep. This is just sat con- con- <laughs> conversing, you know, whatever. And this is just random obscure stuff that we'll point out. Like it, it, there's sometimes I'm I'm doing a lesson upstairs. And I'll I'll come down and uh, yeah I'll ask Maddie something and she'll start punching me in the leg because uh, <laughs> like that that's sort of our, our universal abuse, sign. <laughs> <laughs> I am a beaten wife. I am. Um, but she like ah did you know what I was thinking that 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 type of ordeal and it happens <laughs> it happens so often but it's it's because we've we've unlocked that code in in our behavior that lets yeah. the other know. Whether you know you could argue conscious unconscious till the cows come home, but whatever it is, it, it's it's virtually inert um, yeah. in in terms of that understanding that our movements indicate direct pieces of information yeah. because we un- we understand each other's behavior so deeply, right? Which yeah. is uh, that's that's why I, I like it's fantastic. I, yeah, I, I like to let the people in their infancy uh, of the relationships yeah. have it because it kind of makes me want to go. Oh, bless you. Mm. You know, um, but then, like, a while. yeah, a couple of days later, and they're like, oh, yeah, we finish each other's sandwiches. <laughs> oh, shut up. Like, when they start telling bad jokes about it, I'm like, well, sit back. I'm about to peel you some knowledge onions um, <laughs> on the topic. I, 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 That's I, a I t-shirt. Thought, yeah, I, I thought, uh, there you oh. go. There's, a, there's another t shirt for the merch oh, yeah. store. Let us know in the comments below if you want to see these. We'll get them made. <laughs> peel, you some, peel you some knowledge onions. I'm actually making these, man, as we speak. I, I, sinc- I sincerely think we should do it, right? Because <laughs> yeah, knowledge knowledge. onions are a lot less threatening than knowledge bombs. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like knowledge bombs, but a lot less threatening. A lot, the healthier version. <laughs> knowledge onions. V- vegan knowledge bombs. Vegan knowledge <laughs> bombs. <laughs> oh, that sounds hipster. <laughs> See? I, I, I may as well just lean into it, right? I may as well just lean into it. 
it sounds like if you ran a vegan smoothie store, that would be the name of one of your smoothies. That would totally be what would. Crying a little bit. What I should do is come up with like a a kind of power foods smoothie for that's full of brain oils and uh, vitamins B3, D6 and the like, all of these kind of superfoods that are geared towards like, um, uh, what do they call it? Like a holistic kind of uh, yeah. uh, nootropics or no nootropics. I, I still don't know how you say that word from the, from the other episode. <laughs> and we'll, we'll do like a, we'll do like a, a, a Sherlock cookery episode that makes oh, the, the oh, knowledge bomb. That'll be a smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll name them. We'll do the smoothie hour. <laughs> the smooth hour. <laughs> Let us know, guys, if you want to see it. Because me and me and Adam, we're game for a laugh. If you've ever we'll seen some, that if you've be. ever seen some of the Hero Skill videos, you know we are. You know what line this is going to go down. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we, we don't tend to take ourselves too seriously, <laughs> if at all. To be, if I don't. Which is why I'm under the stairs doing what I'm doing to this day. You should probably take a rest. It's probably purple now. Yeah. Um. How I like it. Anyway, right. So we've, we've digressed again massively. So we were talking about codes initially. So it got yeah. me thinking in terms of um, the... the 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 real life applications of that and where the where the kind of bleed over is that's why I've I've been thinking about the sort of um, lesser known codes uh, if if you want to cover it in that way you know that communication level that goes on from uh, on on a more kind of social level yeah than something as formal as you would find in a in a spy setting or something related to that but there was one that I came across, and I'd not heard of this at all until I started researching the topic. It's called the Ard Lamont Mystery. Uh, the Ard Lamont Mystery, Tragic Mistake or Calculated Evil. And the reason I bring it up is because it, it's, it revolves around everything that marks what would be written as a canonical tale of Holmes. But Joseph Bell was directly involved in the um um the inspiration the, of Sherlock Holmes yeah uh, yeah exactly he was directly he was directly involved in the Ardlemont mystery so here we go oh, wow. i'll try and do my best kind of documentary voice <laughs> even without an eyewitness to the apparent crime it seemed an open and shut murder case wealthy young aristocrat goes shooting with his tutor, tutor on another companion both with suitably dubious backgrounds shots ring out Two men seen running from the woods. Aristocrat's body later found dead in the woods with shotgun wound to head. Whoever wrote this needs to go back to school. Tutor previously <laughs> persuaded his charge to take out two life insurance policies in the name of Tutor's wife. Dodgy companion disappears off the face of the earth. Jesus. So he's, he's on. this guy's on trial for murder at the High Court in Edinburgh. His name was uh, his name was Alfred John Monson. Now, in the witnesses for the prosecution was Dr. Joseph Bell, who was the who was the the, the surgeon at the time. Who was the consulting surgeon to the courts. He dealt yeah. with all of the cases, and obviously, we know of him uh, as being the, the kind of inspiration for Holmes. But he told the jury that, in his opinion, uh, Monson Monson had murdered um, Cecil Hambra, which was the name of the guy found dead in the woods. Um, 
but for Monson's renowned observances at that time, they were ignored. So what it boils down to is essentially there were coded messages um, sent between the uh, the two apparent um, uh, suspects at mm. the time, which was apparently confirming knowledge between the two. Now, for those of you out there, if you've read the Ard Lamont mystery, please correct me because I've read three online articles about it. Nothing more. I've got the book on order, so I've not actually read it at this stage. Okay. Um, so they were sending coded messages between the, the two of them to try and get their story straight, okay. um, a, a, as it were. And Bell was the one that pulled them apart in, in, in order to make sure that the one person was, uh, that was the, the, the culprit in that particular scenario was sent down. Uh, which which I think is particularly cool because it highlights the fact that this method, yeah. as it was known as, but that's what Bell referred to it as, was the method, um, was, uh, was, was applicable to that outside of medicine, yeah. right? And that's, that's, what I, uh, that's why I'm, I'm so sort of uh, into, into this way of life being the, uh, the, the kind of ultimate tool because there's nothing it can't improve. If yeah. you're if you're able to reason critically about everything, then no matter what you do, whether you're uh, what's a, a florist or a, a, a traveling salesman, or yeah. I don't know, I'm trying to think of really obscure jobs, or whether you're like a performance artist that uses pieces of metal to bounce themselves off other pieces of metal. I saw that, <laughs> you, you know, that video Actually. I'm on about, um, but in terms oh, of your, yeah, I know what you're about, yeah. Oh, you know what I'm on about. It was on the Russell <laughs> Howard ten, show. Ten, ten. <laughs> yeah. It was like, uh, at times, but ultimately you could use these kind of deductive practices to critically yeah. reason out the codes that other people are showing you to better to get, to be able to understand them, to, to better uh, communicate, to better, uh, persuade to better influence to better reason to better solve puzzles to better uh, you know put away bad guys if that's your chosen vocation right whatever it is it doesn't matter if you're Batman if if you're Batman right I mean yeah. he was he was known as what was the like the comic book title the greatest detective the the yeah. only detective or something or something it's, like that essentially yeah he was just a an archetype of Shield of Films in a way yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, obviously, you know, was it, uh, uh, I forget his name, somebody, Kane? Um, Bob that, Kane? Bob Kane? Bob yeah. Kane, yeah. Um, that, uh, was that, Jack that, No, no, Bob Kane, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, th I, think, I think it was Bob Kane. I'm remembering yeah. a story that Stan Lee tol uh, told someone at a convention um, about, I say that like I know my old mate Stan. Uh, <laughs> my I, old I, mate Stan? I, my old mate Stan, I don't. I, I have an old mate Stan, but he ain't Stan Lee. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so smug. <laughs> my old mate Stan. <laughs> so I raise that purely to highlight that these types of things can go on. So when people mention code breaking, the mm. bias that surrounds that in terms of seeing, you know, somebody who's bearded and covered in tattoos, most people immediately assume like a rock and roll fan or what are some of the related like grumpy uh into death metal uh and the yeah. like when again according to everything that i appear to do i'm clearly a hipster so i'm quite fragile and scared of everything there's one and, bloke uh, in where i currently work now and he's got like um longish hair beard mm. 
uh, you could associate him with uh, uh, maybe one of the Game of Thrones characters, you know, like yeah. Jon Snow or something yeah. like that. And I've noticed a lot of the people like it is kind of, um, uh, there's a few of us there which are quite nerdy. And mm. when we talk together, we'll talk about nerdy things. But Game of Thrones doesn't really come up until this bloke comes over and he'll start talking about nerdy stuff and suddenly the question pops up, do you watch Game of Thrones? And it's just like, I feel like we're only bringing that up when uh, Mr. Man here comes over. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> why though? Just because he kind of looks like, the, even I in my head, I was like, he must watch Game of Thrones. And, Wait, where did that happen? Why where, am where I thinking that? Attachment come in? Yeah. Does it resemble a beard and long hair? Must be Game of Thrones fan. No, wait, hold on. This is a new like social <laughs> sort of um, norm to do that, isn't it? Like the, that sort of stereotyping. These are our new modern day archetypes. Exactly, which which is a form of, albeit a loose form, but it, it's a, it's a form of code breaking, right? Yeah. It's just three D codes, maneuverable codes, codes that uh, ch- change costume uh, yeah. every now and again. It's it's not fixed numerical or pictographic data that you can reason patterns out of to put together some form of an analysis from right yeah. and don't get me wrong i'm 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 very much watering down the the delicate art of what it takes to solve um a, a code in that sense i'm by no means belittling uh, that that kind of endeavor but that what i mean is the biases that surround what it takes to uh, immediately solve a code so for example yeah. Right. If I uh, if I try and share <clears throat> if I try and share my screen here. So if I do this, right? Can you just see my internet? I can. Perfect. So if I That's go a questionable browser, you've got open there. That is. That is. So if I go to this, right? Now there yeah. there might there might be an an immediacy oh. here to immediately ascribe. Uh, Oh God! I'll never be able to solve that. Does that doesn't make that, any that kind happened. of a sense? That happened, <laughs> right? So there's there's personal bias number one, because you've looked at something that doesn't make a, a, a level of of cognitive sense. Mm. Uh, you enter it. You enter into a degree of dissonance about the topic, and therefore information becomes harder to get to. So you put your biases to one side, and you accept the fact that there is information here. You begin to explore patterns to put the pieces together, uh, in whatever degree of challenge yeah. that might be. But once you get them out of the way, you can start to appreciate um, exactly what it is. Now, this is part of uh, one of the one of the the different kind of uh, web pages that the FBI has to offer. Uh, and they give you a chance to test out your your crypto analysis skills. So this is some of the stuff um, that some of their uh, wizards in the um, in the in the labs or wherever they keep these really clever people are. This is some of the things that they're working on. But they send it out to others to challenge to flaunt their skill. And you, <clears throat> this is where you can start to look at anything because. Next bias that normally appears is the immediate assumption that this would be words in, in, terms, of, in terms of data. You hear codes, you immediately assume a message. You, you say, I'm going to give you a message to somebody. It means words, communication, and the like. People can communicate with anything. It doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be um, 
uh, uh, words, descriptions, directions, uh, you know, uh, mm. uh, uh, an antidote <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> it could be anything. It could be a list of numbers and the like. So this this is some of the things that the FBI have for you to be able to test. So you can start to explore the levels of patterns that go along with that. And this is some of the others they put out. So from like uh, December 2009, you've got a much more pictographic element there, which to me, this one over here looks a little bit more like the Dancing Men Code from Sherlock, right? Yeah. So you can, you can start to apply um, the, the common appearances of letters and the way that they differentiate between them in terms of how uh, numerically popular they are within the language that it's set in. Because in English, like uh, there's another letter that is uh, just as common as E, but E is known as the most common letter as a result. But if, if you know this is written in, I don't know, Spanish, for example. Well, you, I, I don't know what the most common letter uh, in, in, in the Spanish language is <laughs> at all. But it, but it would change the dynamic of this, right? And yeah. the immediate um, assumption based upon this is to get to work on the code within your own language. Right. Yeah. The, the, these are the other contexts that you have to uh, acknowledge to be able to understand the message that it is that you're about to solve. Yeah. Um, so that got me thinking a little bit further about what it takes to actually break what it is that they're doing. So I was looking at this um, cryptography from the pioneers, William and Elizabeth Friedman. Now, um, uh, again, this this is an article that they put together based upon um, monographs, not not a plug. They 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 called the monographs li li little documents that they wrote on how to code break, how to um, smash ciphers to pieces. Right. Oh, wow. and so the, the Friedman's write things like deciphering is both a science and an art. It's a science because certain definite laws and principles have been established established which pertain to it but it's also an art because of the large part played in it by imagination skill and experience yet it may be said that in no other science are the rules and principles so little followed and so often broken and in no other art is the part played by reasoning and logic so great now if that doesn't encapsulate deduction people reading behavioral analysis whatever you want to call it like a rose by any other name would still smell as sweet right if that yeah. doesn't encapsulate the way that you have to read a person i don't know what does because to my mind this is why i get so annoyed with um buzzfeed articles and uh, people that have read a couple of buzzfeed articles and then make youtube youtube videos about it uh, to to recycle the adage that I've seen this, therefore it means this. Yeah. In the in those scenarios, you're you're purporting that you know this uh, this uh, reading of detail, this code breaking type of analysis to behavior is a science. You know where you can apply equations to it. In that, if I put this element here make it interact with this other element, then this will come out as a result. We know that that's because a, sci a scientific equation has been experimented with. It's been understood to be have a cause and effect. Whereas mm -hmm. with human behavior, I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I have yet to come across a person that can be quantified in the same way that you can a sum. Yes, you can make educated guesses that may go in your way 
a lot of the time based upon that same kind of input of data. But yeah. you've got to be aware of so many other variables, variable Absolutely, change. Yeah. When you'd you look to, at that, you'd have on, to be a robot. You'd, you'd essentially have to be reading a robot, wouldn't you? And you'd have to have full knowledge of the systematic changes within that robot. To Precisely. say you know a person, you'd have to then know that person from birth to the point where they are now uh, and everything going on in their mind to fully uh, basically you know, kind of categorize them in that robot sort of metaphor. It just doesn't work otherwise. So Precisely. I totally get where you're coming from with like how annoying it would be when you get these people <laughs> who are, you know, that must, that's done that, that must mean that, because that means that they're working off some sort of fantasized script <laughs> that is not serving the truth. It's serving their own perspective. More than likely an ego then, isn't it? More than, more than the truth, it's more ego, isn't it? <laughs> Yes, uh, and, and again, that's just my that's just my opinion, right? Uh, like yeah. for for what for what my for what my two pennies appear to be worth. Um, I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you. Like, <laughs> I'm to, full supporter of your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> opinion power. Should probably not do that. That's, that's, that's probably that's, prob <laughs> that's probably probably frowned upon. Uh, just just to clarify, I did this. I didn't do the other thing. Uh, it, I did it was. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're constantly doing that to me all the time. <laughs> you, <laughs> you kid idiot. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it, it got me thinking about like how code breaking is, uh, it, well, how code breaking can be applied to peel back truth um, in terms of people's motives uh and and the like right but specifically code breaking in terms of uh behavior mm. right because code breaking uh, at its core is very much about the exploitation of the difference in patterns that have been developed right yeah. so the more aware you are of them the more you can understand the difference between them to fill in those blanks uh, that, uh, that are there as a result, very much along a similar vein of when you develop baselines and understand the differentiation around them in that pattern and behavior, when they occur, why they occur, to understand what's really going up, 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 what's really going on up here. Yeah. I got, I got a, told you it's been a very long week. <laughs> it's been a very long week. I'm stuck like a broken record. Up, 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 up. Like some sort of terrible drum and bass song. Up, 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 up. Anyway, I digress. So, like, if you think of the, um, the number of times, um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to frame this to you, but I'm going to have to frame it with initials. In the old job you were in, that person with the name DA. Mm -hmm. the, you're right. When, yeah, he yeah. Came, when, when he came to you, you could immediately tell when he, when he would say your name, what was going to follow. If yeah. it was going to be something that tried to develop his ego and sense of power in that surrounding, or he was going to try and ask you to complete one of his tasks. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's know, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's that's the type of thing that when I mean when it when it comes to a pattern analysis with code breaking, mm. and 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 I'm sure within the the new place that you are now, even on some level, right? There's there's a certain part of you that will look for 
familiar patterns in the oh, behavior yeah. of those around you Absolutely, so you yeah. know like who to talk to who to ask for help who yeah. to ask for information directions yeah absolutely whatever right so yeah so from from your perspective then a, a putting that kind of co-breaking and i do this heavily yeah. uh, because that's just my opinion on on, on co-breaking as a metaphor um what does it take for somebody who hasn't um, particularly looked into this to apply those kinds of pattern awareness to a, like a new job environment or a new work environment or, a new, or, or an environment with new people, whether that be yeah. like a, a waiting room or, or anything else in between? What are you, what are you looking for in terms of uh, your position in there? Yeah. yeah. To, well, to um, develop your place, how, what, how if, are you exploiting if, the patterns? If you were, from my position, if I was uh, obviously going into my new job, uh, taking the experience of what I knew before, you've got those kind of archetypes of people. And it's sort of like, in a way, it goes against reason sometimes. You can go in with certain expectations of what you think are my, uh, you might, the type of people you might encounter in there and what you know of those people already. And then what you know of people mm. in your previous place and how they acted, how they responded. And so I suppose you're trying to like, you might put, you know, two and two together going in. Mm. Uh, with me, it was very much sort of like, it was more so I had um, a certain experience in the previous place that got me wanting to leave that place to this place. So in a way I was kind of a little bit more open yeah. Uh, a little bit more sort of like going in I was felt like a bit more sort of like oh nothing can be worse than that and these mm. people are going to be better obviously that's not the truth it's sort of like it's not that I'm necessarily meeting bad people you just will spot things that you have to accept and I don't look at that negatively I look at that as a way of experience of kind of like yeah didn't know that beforehand how you know coming into the previous job how I might have been exploited by people who I didn't know their patterns of mm. But now I know their patterns going into a new role. I can sort of take that experience on and know when yeah. someone's coming towards me and know what to expect where, oh, yeah. maybe I shouldn't ask them that. Maybe that I'm not going to get the best reaction from them. Uh, or, you know, maybe mm. don't go asking this person or that person. Yeah. But at the same time, that goes on the other way as well. There's a yeah. positive side to that. There's, no, there's positives from both sides. You can sort of you know who to talk to or how to talk to people. Uh, people who maybe have a bit of a power trip, but you know you need to converse with and get yeah. on board with, but you don't necessarily want to be, you know, like shaking cocks with them. You just want to be kind of like, uh, you've got to get feed, them... Feed the need. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You've got to be civil in a way, haven't you? But there's, there's certain levels of that. And there's yeah. everybody sort of goes into a new job, uh, sort of eyes open, kind of not... Mm. You, you read people, don't you, more so at the of beginning? Course. Once everyone does it. Yeah, don't, I don't care who you are. Everyone. It's absolutely natural, yeah. Uh, but if it was someone going into a role um, who had no previous ex experience, say someone who was going into their first job mm. uh, and didn't have any experience of other people or other workplaces, I don't think it really matters at that point. I think it's something where you just kind of have to uh, be unassuming and sort of be open to sort of seeing all that first. I think the best point right. to go in was is that how you approach things with reason 
yeah. uh, not going in already judging people before yeah. those judgments uh, have any evidence behind them. Go in afresh, go and look at people. Uh, it's sort of standard to expect Conti behaviour <laughs> from society. It is. It's it natural, is. but at the same time, it's sort of, it's like you've kind of, you've just got to go in there and take that leap, haven't you? And you've kind of yeah. got to be open to the fact that you might meet people who will be the people you expect them to be, but also going in there and not necessarily reading people, just being open first. Yeah. To, because that's the sort of, I would say, the best place to start from if you want to learn to read people. Go in there without any assumptions and then start learning, sort of yeah. maybe sort of encounter a few knobheads. It's good to encounter an old knobhead or two. That's the benefit of having a knobhead in society. <laughs> they are good practice. They can serve their purpose. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Everything has its place. <laughs> Silver linings, all that. Exactly. What what I love about your what your description uh, as well there, and uh, guys like who the more skeptical viewers might think, you know, we uh we we set this kind of stuff up, and we we don't, right? Obviously, there's there's a there's the long term uh, working relationship friendship that we've got in in that area. But with these kinds of recordings, it's very much a case of beforehand we'll go. I want to talk about this today. Cool, yeah. record, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> done, <laughs> done. Right. So what what I take away from that mostly from your kind of uh as as objective. Uh, opinion as possible is the, the the word that you said virtually right at the start going into it with a, a level of openness um about yeah. about the scenario because you're immediately not impressing anything that might be rattling Absolutely, around yeah. in here as a result of the other job yeah. onto the onto the new opportunities that will present themselves because doors uh, i'm trying not to sound spiritual about the whole endeavor because i mean yeah. purely on a reasoning endeavor yeah you, do, but, you don't you want to make it sound like you're going in there you know hippie rainbows kind of like love peace and everything but <laughs> exactly but when you when you walk in with with locusts open to everyone around you rather than closed yeah. and inward to to everything else it's yeah. it's much it's Absolutely. much more beneficial in terms of definitely it's it's Something you can't always sorry, you can't always avoid that that person who you might sort of like not like or you might take a negative view to and read them as such. And I think it's important sometimes. It's like I know you shouldn't compare real life to films, but in things like films like Rocky, something like that, it's like you've got to take the hit. It's got it's got to be about getting hit. Uh, and I'm not comparing fucking meeting uh, someone who you think has got a power trip. Yeah. compared to someone who's about to punch you in the face in the boxing ring at all. Mm. I just mean sometimes it's good to go in there and maybe encounter that prick and maybe talk to that prick and maybe, you know, take the the hit of full force of their yeah. knobbish-like behaviour. Yeah. Think of it like as a curious sort of door to open, like, oh, why, why are they like that? Maybe entertain some of their more um, as aspects about their character that you wouldn't necessarily hang around with them for but want to know kind of why to get to the bottom of that. I think that's the sort of thing. Curiosity, if you're going to be a yeah. reader, curiosity about a person, about people. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to like the person. Yeah, 100%. Like 100%. It's just about I'm looking, learning. Again, if you want to go the pop culture way, look at Hannibal Lecter. You know, yeah. he, he was the most curious character, yeah. <laughs> but the most evil of, yeah. of, of human <laughs> beings, right? <laughs> But he he became this sort of like fictional icon. Freddy Krueger did for a while, right to the point where he got his own rap song, um, <laughs> which was weird to say the least. But again, 
if if you I'm create that the moment to to process that what <laughs> did, did you not know <laughs> got his own rap song oh mate when, when, like, uh, oh my word! Like, I'll try, I'll try, and, I'll try and find it now. I'll try. Vision some horrific '90s sort of rap music video. Oh, good lord! It's it's, Kruger, like. it's 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 sincerely horrific. Oh god! Uh, in the same vein that when um, uh, I can't even make this in my mind. Well, I'm I'm, I'm going to try and find it to put some put some of it on, but. Do you remember when again this is this is quite tangential, uh, but do you remember when um, Miley Miley Cyrus first came back and she started doing like a lot of sort of hip hop related tracks? Yeah, uh, it was all very boom, 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 uh, of 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 that ilk. Yeah, um, her father Billy Ray Cyrus of of country and uh, western music fame with the uh, the achy breaky heart, he put out a hip hop version of that song. Um, what? Yeah, and oh, good lord! <laughs> oh dear! It was, uh, it was, oh, it was sincerely frightening. Jesus! It was, it was sincerely frightening. Um, oh, there's, there's, there's far Finally. too much. There's, there's far too much to scroll through. Um, so I'm uh, search, for, search for, yeah, search for it at your own will. Yeah. But yeah, it, it came out around the same time as the, um, the sort of the, the, the post. Yeah. Uh, the the post well the the Billy Ray Cyrus thing did but the the Freddy Krueger one it came out at the same time as the uh, uh, I don't know if it was the Final Nightmare or what but it was the film where the girl that played Nancy in the original came, came, back. Ba- came yeah. back as the actress uh, within this kind of postmodern take of sorry, like what? <laughs> oh mate yeah I know she came back and got killed in one but she yeah. was still Nancy but now yeah. she's the actor. Yeah, she was the actress that played Nancy. Wes Craven was in the film um, as well. Polly might what? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> no, th- this this went on. This went on, right? But I, I'm I'm getting off topic, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a. Uh... You can't drop that. <laughs> That's I'll, all I'll... we're gonna be thinking about the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Um, How do I, I will... not know this? Yeah, it was. It definitely existed. Oh my it, god, that's so fun. I'll, uh, that's like. I'll I'll have to find it for you. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was before before Deadpool. There was there was Freddy Krueger. Um, <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean m- maybe even before that was Ferris Bueller. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in terms of applying a code breaking to human behavior, right? Yeah. I. I did this in in terms of uh, like a, a kind of self-reflective study of how I would fare in using this in uh, times of, of great threat, mm-hmm. right? So um, it, it's it's very much from a people reading perspective and just applying uh, a logical breakdown to ruin him in that particular moment because I understood him and I'll, I'll give you the context. So um, this is this is not long after I'd I'd gotten together with my now thankfully ex-wife um, and we were we were in um, a, a club. It was in Hanley. I think it was Jumping Jacks, which okay. which uh, which you would know um, yeah. the the, bo- the bottom floor and the like. And her ex, who uh, we we all used to work together, and uh, her ex comes out of the blue nowhere pulls me around by the shirt 
starts cracking wise about how he's going to uh, ruin me and the rest of his friends over there who've got smashed bottles and glasses and all sorts. And they had them in their hands, ready uh, and pre- ready and prepared. Well, what do you think about that? Uh, you know, we're going to do that to you. How could you do this to me? I was like, fair enough, right? But I, I could see in his behavior that the coach... <laughs> Just imagine you saying, fair enough. <laughs> no, I, well, I pretty much said that. Um, I didn't say it word for word, but I could see in his behavior breaking through that code that it was empty. He was he was coming from a place of sadness, not from anger. Right. Yeah. Just just from understanding that. So I said to him, OK, you can do all that. You can do all that. Slash me to ribbons, get all the boys on whatever. But at the end of the day, we will still be together. So what are you trying to solve? What was his answer? He didn't have an answer uh, at the time. <laughs> he, he, he didn't have an answer, right? Because in in that moment, he's bypassed the critical fat, critical faculty and jumped to a largely emotional response that is founded upon zero reason. Yeah. Zero reason, right? I'm not even accounting for the fact that the guy was, and I remember exactly because I remember a few years when they were they were still together at the time. We actually measured them. Uh, he, he he was five foot four. So it, it, it so he came up to what your belt? <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> and I, I'm I'm trying not to say that from a from an egocentric perspective or comic book because I'm very well aware that like Bruce Lee was five foot seven and he could absolutely ruin people three times his size because he was a knowledgeable fighter and the like. This guy was not. He was the quintessential uh, Napoleon. He, uh. he he had the quintessential Napoleonic complex, and so that's that's all I that's all I said to him. You know, you can you can ruin me, slash me to bits, do whatever you want, but at the end of the day, we'll still be together. So how does that solve anything? And then just sat there looking at him. Fucking hell! I and mean, he kind of the way you could have really thrown it a weird way. He's like, we'll still be together. Put a hand on his shoulder, you and me. <laughs> 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 well, ad- ad- admittedly, when I was saying that to him, I was I was kind of just gently stroking his face to the side. You can slash me to ribbons, but at the end of the day, I'll still love. Uh, we'll still be together, right? But but it was my that's... only way of getting closer to. <laughs> <laughs> that's the application of how um, code breaking would work in that particular scenario. Just the code you're breaking is human behavior. Your yeah. human behavior comes from everything we've talked about in terms of deductive reasoning applied to this. Yeah. And that's that's why, um, again, at least for me, that though I didn't particularly favor the story uh, of, of The Last Vow, uh, The Last Bow, mm. uh, The light is, Last Vow was the, uh, uh, the BBC Sherlock version. Yeah. So I, didn't, I, I didn't particularly favor that. What it stood for, um, in terms of the uh, the elements that I could take to apply to my work uh, in real life, we're, com- we're completely valid. We're completely strong, uh, yeah. particularly in terms of playing with that from a from a largely entertaining perspective. I mean, who has ever looked at something immediately jumped to? I don't have a fucking clue what's going on here, uh, <laughs> right? You just explain my entire life. <laughs> feel that way with certain films like um uh oh my love what's that what's that netflix film was it i'm thinking of ending everything oh yeah 
I'm thinking. I'm thinking yeah, of end. I'm thinking of ending things. <laughs> wow. Like I, I remember at one point I, I left the room. Uh, I, I don't know, probably to go to the bathroom, get a drink, whatever I was doing. Who cares? I left the room. Um, but then I came back, sat down. I was like, I have no idea. What? No idea <laughs> what's happening right now. What's happening? So I've had an emotional response to a code that I did not understand. Yeah. Uh, and therefore, I'm already on the back foot, as, uh, back foot as a result. So I think that when that when it comes to uh, misunderstanding the benefit that mm. these types of uh, logic puzzle and problem solving kind of games can have to your ability to critically reason yeah. um, in the field, it's oh my god, the the benefit of these games are are huge because. They are designed to piss you off. Yeah. <laughs> right? Who, who's, who's ever picked up a Rubik's Cube without looking at the algorithms on how to solve it and then eventually thrown it at the wall or, <laughs> or, or, or at a neighbor or whoever's nearby? Right? Or me, where you just pick it up and it shatters in your hands <laughs> before you even get a chance to figure it out. <laughs> Honestly, right? I've, I, I keep coming back to that video because... There are, there are things we've done in, in all of our videos. There's at least one in every episode of everything that we've ever shot together where I can look at it and I can genuinely have a full belly laugh each time. And it's that moment where you're doing it and you've said something like, uh, oh, well, it's this is easy now. It can't go wrong or something like that. Tink, and these two pieces just jump out of the cube right on cue and start rolling along the floor. We, we should do that again. If you're game, but I'm uh, totally game. I'm when, totally when, game. When we can go up to the calisthenics park, do it on a nice hot day, and do it where I can. Uh, do you remember what, that thing you used to do where um, you used to do? Was it so many sit-ups or leg raises or, or, or no crunches? That was it. Upside down crunches, uh, and then me or Ian would then punch you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah. Let's let's yeah. let's rack it if, up a notch. If Maddie would like to put on the boxing gloves and just get any grievances out of the way before the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> so I've 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 got headphones on, so she can't hear that. But I'll relay it to her, right? I'll relay it to her. So you know the the underwater stunt. Adam's proposal is that we go to the calisthenics park, up it a notch, hang me from the bar, get the tank of water there, but in between each puzzle, you can just get out some rage on the midsection. What do you think? Get it all out before the wedding. Her, her literal, her literal reaction was, "Sure." <laughs> she makes sure. it sound like that's no different than any other day. Again, mate, no, you that... can't talk to me if something's going on. <laughs> this is why I'm learning sign language so I can just communicate to you without yeah. her knowing. There Incidentally, no <laughs> I don't know, any, I don't know any sign language, so I have no idea what I was doing over here at the time. I was, I was casting a spell or something. I don't know what was happening. I just saw you go. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> but in in terms of that, with with some of the um, with some of the European languages, there are there are bleedovers in terms of uh, in terms of um, uh, repetitive words or repetitive word structures yeah. of of things of things that appear because they have uh, a similar root in um in their germanic causes or their saxon causes or their developments for how they get to the words that they are now at this time like um if if you look at uh, some of the word like um uh, cathedral hmm. right cathedral 
uh, when I when I was doing some of the the practice root sentences in French, it was it was cathedral, right? And the guy who was teaching me how to say it literally, literally, I shit you not, said, "Say the English word cathedral, but in a French accent." <laughs> cathedral. <laughs> if 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 you roll the R at the back of your throat, cathedral. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in in German, cathedrale. So it's literally how it sounds in your mind. Is yeah. how it would play out. Be, be, that's not that's not true of all words. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, of course, but yeah. but that's that's like some where some of the pattern recognition can start to bleed across. Yeah. So like when wow. you start when you when you jump into to reading these languages, like I bought, um, obviously I bought a copy of Sherlock Holmes in French. Uh, no, like that make, made it sound like French was the. I I bought a copy of Sherlock Holmes in one of the languages that I could find. Like I, I can't find any in, in Chinese, German or Arabic. So if there are any that exists, let me know. And, and, I, can, and I can get them for practice. But get this was the touch. first one I came across. And, and I'm looking at it, this is well beyond my capabilities at this stage, well beyond them. But if, if you take it a piece at a time, yeah. you can start to break it down and codify based upon what you know and put together it from context of other words that you don't. So that like, if I said, um, um, uh, if I said uh, and did this and went, I have cards, right? And asked you what the missing word would be. Oh. So, so I have blank I have cards. Yeah, yeah. What would the missing word be? A deck. Yeah, or playing or, or, yeah. or something like that, right? Right. That, that's that's the type of thing that I mean. So you can treat that as kind of a code in that scenario. The yeah. first the first codes, and I don't think it will be giving anything away to um, uh, well, in terms of secrets. Uh, and if it is, then I don't care. I'm going to tell you anyway. Right. <laughs> um, but the, the first kind of codes that I came across in terms of performance, particularly with these, was having the deck stacked um, in a code that you know the order of not a memorized code or a memorized order but in in terms of like um odd even odd even red black red black red black red black yeah. in terms of uh, size order so that when you you peaked this one you would know what this one is by default because you would you could figure out what the code is from there so the codes you apply them to any anywhere and and everywhere uh, and the more you start to think about that messages being enshrouded in uh in pictographic elements mm. i swear to god right i could have a conversation purely in gifs <laughs> as as all the facebook does right I, you, you you could have a you could have a conversation in emojis with with yeah. some people and only about certain topics because emojis mm. only go so far but that's that's still a coded message, right? There's still there's still a level of of, of crypto analysis to that understanding, albeit a very uh, trite and inconsequential level. But <laughs> but it's still there, and, what, and what, it's still there. What do you think of selfies then? You know, when people take photos of themselves, and it's just like I don't know uh, a chill day, and it's like a photo of them like that, and they've got their face like that, and they've probably got a very different face compared to what their chilled face actually looks like yeah 100 percent. wrong code <laughs> yeah so, so in terms of that when uh, when somebody sends me uh, like a, a profile to read um uh, in terms of that right social media is a code 
mm. whether whether that be uh, you know uh, Instagram, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn to go all businessy, uh, you know uh, Tinder, mm. uh, uh, all the other names of all of the dating apps have gone. Um, plenty of fish, oh, yeah. Bumble. Um, these it, it's it's all codes. It's all yeah. codes because it's people by and large trying to put their best foot forward yeah no, no matter what that foot is whether it's some product that they're flogging or the fact that they've done 13 sit-ups their entire life and now have a six-pack or whatever it is or the children i don't want to brag <laughs> or the <laughs> children <laughs> mate the the amount of pictures i've seen of people going oh like my boo took this picture of me when they're pretending to be asleep and yet the mirror behind yeah. them has got them doing a, doing a self-work. <laughs> yeah. They're like this. Brilliant. Oh, wow. Uh, it's brilliant. So in, in terms of that, when, when, I, when I step into the, to that field, it's, it should be understood, in my opinion, mm. that, uh, that, it, that it's all a code. Very, very few experiences um, on a social media platform are done with a, a genuine kind of this is me thing in mind. Yeah. Like the, 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 the only one who does it regularly, uh, sorry, two people that I've come across that do it regularly um, are Henry Cavill uh, in terms of celebrity mm. status, right? Uh, initially, not so much nowadays because the initial genuineness has somehow turned in turned into what he's been recognized for. He's been recognized as this kind of genuine dude. So you could argue that that's become his brand that he would have to lean into. So that's going yeah. to make you look even harder into that code. And I'm by no means saying that he doesn't have genuine yeah. moments at all. I'm not. But what it's I'm saying like is the angle may have changed. You don't know, do you? Yeah. You need to you need to look a little bit harder. And yeah. uh, and the other one is uh, is Ryan Reynolds. Uh, is 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 Ryan Reynolds, right? Yeah. So when what about you look... Keanu Reeves? Though? Keanu Reeves is like one of those where it's just like, are you just leading into? I would never be able to understand if he's leading into a role or if he's just Keanu Reeves. So what you, what you do in that in that field yeah. is particularly when it comes to the nature of celebrity coding, is you look at them in as many different zones as possible with the chance that they have to be themselves. Yeah. Social media, social media. If I own the profile, I own the code. Yeah. I, 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 own the, I own the key to the cipher. When you are on a, a talk show or you are being uh, packed in the streets, I believe that's the term, you know, the, the, the paparazzi and the like. Yeah. I'm, try, I'm trying to sound cool. Um, the, the papas. Papsi ramas. Uh, papsi ramas. Paparotis. That doesn't work. <laughs> I'm ordering from there later. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I really want a pizza right now. Um, but I can't because you vegetarian. <laughs> Mate, on his vegetarian pizza, it, it doesn't. It does. I don't like it. All the veg is just squelchy um, <laughs> as a result, and so I, I, I can't have the meat. But anyway, so, so, side note: when you look at every single moment throughout these experiences with Keanu, even the things when he's just got off a plane and he's knackered, and you can see the bags under his eyes, mm. right? These are the moments when you'd expect that code to break if it was uh, a, a mystery or if it was a, a mask uh, that he's putting on himself as being this nicest guy, but it's not, it's, it's yeah. a, it's a default experience that this guy reverts to 
each time when he puts on a show, you can tell and his voice goes a little bit more this way because he's trying to play up. Yeah. Uh, and he's being a bit more grandiose when he's just being him. He talks about it and whatever. If you're looking for the most genuine moments that I have ever seen of, of Keanu Reeves, and I spent a lot of time looking at celebrities, like when I was doing the, uh, the, the, the JDAH saga yeah. in the videos, I spent 19 hours um, looking through footage to try and confirm or deny the observations that I'd made. And I, I will do that. Uh, around certain people that that I'm a fan of, and I'm a huge fan of Keanu Reeves. If you ever watch his interview um, on the Stephen Colbert show, yeah, Colbert is is apparently quite infamous as a late night show for being a, a religious character yeah. and challenge in challenging those yeah. that he interviews to debates on the topic. Like when he gets Ricky Gervais yeah. on there a lot of the time, he'll he'll debate topics and the like. But he, he's, yeah. not a, he's not a he's not a religious not offensively sort of yeah. go out. No, he, no, 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 no. Yeah, guy. yeah. 100%, 100%. See, him himself seems like a genuine, lovely bloke. Yeah. Uh, and he won't try and force his beliefs down your throat or anything. He just wants to talk about it yeah. uh, and whatnot. And so he posed this question to Keanu Reeves, uh, which was, um, and again, I don't know if this was word for word, but it was, uh, uh, what happens when we die? And you see Keanu sort of sit back and look around. And that's the, I mean, what he says afterwards is beautiful, even for somebody that's as cold and dead inside as I am. What he says afterwards <laughs> is beautiful, sincerely. But it's that moment where he sits and has that kind of relative kind of, it, yeah. genuinely thinks about it. He doesn't, he doesn't go to a place of what kind of hallmark card response that c yeah. could I put forth? What kind of charity could I mention yeah. that would make me seem cool as a celebrity? He genuinely yeah. takes a moment to try and understand this significant question that he's being asked. And his response is, uh, um, I know that the ones who love us will miss us. Ah, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> right? Hundred percent, hundred percent. But th but that's how you can start yeah. to pull that apart. So even when you look at the codes of social media profiles, who's in charge of the cipher? So when you look at um, the business social media profiles, that's three or four people um, in charge of the code that's there. So you can start to look through the of the profile and understand who posts what within within the umbrella message that they're trying to deliver because they will differ marginally um, as a result, right? You can tell the, uh, the celebrity profiles that are actually run by the celebrities and you can tell the ones that are clearly run by their... Um, I don't know what you call them by their management team or their agents or something um, and the like, because they all stay on brand. They all stay on topic. They never waver in the way that uh, human experience does. And mm. that's, that's what's lost uh, in terms of, uh, in terms of code breaking again, for me, uh, I'm, I'm sure the guy that, that did you hear that somebody had finally cracked the, the Zodiac killers code after Happy? all this time? Yeah. No way. Cracked it, yeah. The the three hundred hard the three hundred odd digit code. If you were, um, I, I've been sending me I like I've been sending messages for months, and um, like obviously obviously with no reply because the guy's fucking rock star at this stage. <laughs> um, but like I'm I'm curious just to pick somebody's brain who actually does this for a living, rather than somebody that only dabbles, yeah. right? Where that kind of uh, bleed over is in that response but in my limited experience of that if you're going to break a code whether that be on paper documents 
dots and dashes, numbers, or behavior, your understanding of people has to be huge because at the end of the day, so rarely will you come across a computer-generated code, right? Like a solely computer-generated. If it's a computer-generated code, somebody's programmed that code to be able to do that. There's still yeah. a human experience, which, again, is is the whole reason for my current um, job description within the ProCypher company. Uh, there, there is a reliance on technology to do your security for you. For you. People forget that people will always always be the always be the weak points uh, yeah. in in any in any chain link fence like i was i was getting some of, going over some of the profiles uh for the for the technique that i, I developed earlier and like the it, i'm gonna phrase it in a very sherlockian way the middle ground is the technical stuff but like i looked at somebody's shoes and could tell them what their favorite drink was when they went to a bar <laughs> like i uh what was this some of the things there was some like a file of facts and a laptop stacked on a on a table in an office i yeah. told them what i told them like what kind of music they were interested in and how they were as a person somebody wow. somebody sent me a, a crafted picture like crafted arts and crafts kind of crafted of a, a like a marching band hat uh, and I, I told them what they did for a living for, from <laughs> from looking at that right so Nice. You, you you can't break that's when you when you hear that as a code so the the hat is the code the 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 job uh, essentially is one of the elements of solving it yeah. but when you hear that without any middle ground explanation 90 percent of the time is to do the austin powers thing of going oh no i've gone cross-eyed <laughs> uh but that's you open up your understanding of humans yeah. and it will start to fall down uh, the knowledge, the problems, they will start to fall down like lovers, you know, to go all Shakespearean on it. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just really wanted to to chat about codes and stuff. I love it, man. Love it. <laughs> but here's the thing, right? It's, it's the 11th today, the 12th tomorrow. Shit's getting lifted in the UK. We can now go. We, we can now go shopping. We can now go to pub gardens. Can't go to the pubs. Yeah. Um, we can now um, have driving we lessons. Mingle. Yeah. I, I mean, I we drive anyway, but that's some of the things. We can mingle in gardens with limited numbers of people. Granted, it's still quite yeah. concerning that at this stage, wedding numbers are being limited to 15 people. But, oh. like, I, I may have to go on a minor killing spree on the day just so we can be allowed more guests because funerals, <laughs> funerals get 30. So... <laughs> So, you know, if they, if they can't meet you, you meet them. Exactly, right? Ah, <laughs> 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 like, if anyone has any reasons why these two should not be wed, speak now or forever hold your peace. He's, he's under arrest. That's a pretty good reason. That's, that's pretty good as they go. <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, so um, we haven't done any live streams uh, in a while because the service I used um, changed their recording technical capabilities. So I'm still trying to find other ways around that. I'm uh, still trying to find ways of improving, improving my bandwidth um, so I can improve the things I can do with this kind of element here. For those watching, you will have noticed that the, uh, where is it? I can't, fi I can't figure out the angle. Uh, the guy from, uh, from this corner of the screen will have vanished. 
at a certain stage because we changed the cameras halfway through. Um, so yeah, he's that's, still about. He's just uh, he's tinkering somewhere else. He's still oh. lurking in the background. Just like up in mind, that'd be incredible. <laughs> I'm waiting for like this kind of Teletubbies character, but our emoji just to wander out from behind <laughs> your stairs. <laughs> I imagine that he would have that kind of a uh, trombone music from Family Guy. The <laughs> uh yeah so dudes uh if you're still with the um the 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 flow of the video i don't know that's as street as i get i don't know where i went all doug henning with it <laughs> um but but yeah the, yeah doug henning mixed with a side of roger um the old roger yeah uh, <laughs> stop it stop <laughs> it hey <laughs> Uh, hey. So yeah, guys, let let us know how you're getting on with um, with Act Two of the game. Act Three um, will be very soon. Three. <laughs> there was <laughs> there was a couple of people um, that sent me messages after the trade the trailer came out. Just the message, like two separate people that didn't know each other, but the message was the same. They went, "Have a blow." <laughs> and that's the. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, I was like, "Yeah, you guys, <laughs> yeah, you, you're you're on our wavelength. You get it, you get it." Um, so yeah, guys, essentially, we'll be uh, we'll be back out shooting um, the, our stuff soon. Oh, we're um, we're going to be ramping it up. Absolutely, I've got another idea that I'm going to pitch to you once the this recording thing stopped. So it's probably going to serve as a titillation for people listening, but it's it's for one of our educational sort of enterprises in the same way that pipes went. I've, uh, I want to I want to pitch this to you in a moment. Just give you a brief rundown, um, but it will definitely just before somebody gets really interested. This will definitely be for the future, <laughs> like no, not even close to recent because we've all got a we've all got too much stuff going on. Um, well, I, I know I have. I know you have. I know at least three of the people watching have uh, i can't speak for the other two and then that's the entire capacity of our audience so um huzzah, huzzah! <laughs> but yeah I'll, I'll, I'll pitch that to you in a second and the reason i'm mentioning it now while the recording is going is just because it's just popped into my head uh so guys with that in mind i uh, i do hope you're all keeping safe and well and uh you've not let lockdown get to you that badly get out and stay uh safe. stay safe wherever you can talk to you all soon guys See you guys. All the best. Bye. Bye. Bye.